The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, you know the drill. This is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 452. That's right, yeah. So, uh, after letting a Chinese balloon uh, cover the entirety of the continental United States and oh, come on. gathering whatever information it wanted to transmit back to Beijing, oh, God. Uh, Biden uh, blew it up. Well, uh, now go. he's blowing up. Everything in the sky, damn near. <laughs> Apparently, some balloon hobbyist thinks they shot their $12 balloon That's down no. with a $400,000 uh, well, uh, missile. So, pretty I, soon, no. I imagine flocks of geese will be eradicated Oh, stop as it. Well. Yep. Um, so, and uh, curiously enough, they're complaining they don't have enough missiles left over to give to Ukraine. That's, oh, my God. But, uh, well, what are you going to do? You know what? You know, you're just like, first, you're complaining he didn't. Wouldn't shoot down the first balloon. Damn right. And now you're complaining that he's shooting down all the balloons. Yeah. I mean, make up your mind already. Goddamn, open your eyes. What? These people are incompetent morons. Oh. And it's all a part of the long game plan they're doing to bring down America. Well, well, if they're incompetent, how can they even make a plan, and let alone have it work? Well, most of them are dumbasses. But then there's the unseen hand that knows all. God, that sounds perverse. They are perverts. Well, speaking of unseen perverted hands, Klaus Schwab gave a sinister speech warning of a future black swan event. What? You know, like COVID was a black swan event. Which is odd and interesting and sinister because, well, uh, his World Economic Forum was involved in, uh, you know, uh, uh, sort of war games, if you will. (laughs) About a potential pandemic just less than a year before uh, the actual pandemic happened. Well, thank God. And now they're warning of another one. Some sort of oh perhaps cyber attack. That's very likely. Oh God. Wars, yeah. of yeah. course. We oh got those. We'll stand with Ukraine. And uh, perhaps another pandemic. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. oh no. 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 Uh, thank God I didn't throw any of my masks out. And I'm well, quadruple boosted, so I'm ready. Oh yeah. Damn. Well, even if that vaccine worked, that's it only did. for COVID. Uh, it's not going to do much for this new uh, virus. Oh my God! Worried about because well, uh, it seems there's a new avian flu about, and uh, that's being used as the excuse what? for why we have to limit all the uh, chickens, oh which God. is one of the main food sources of just about everybody. <laughs> so tofu. Eat tofu. At the very least, expect uh, even more inflation on top of the inflation in the prices of uh, poultry. Oh, God damn uh, it. But uh, also probably uh, quite a few corners of massive starvation <laughs> to be expected. Uh-huh. But also, uh, this is a, a chicken flu, of course, but uh, it it is now crossed over into uh, uh, mammals. Some oh, my God. Which is what we are. So it, it, eventually, it could very likely be communicable among humans. Oh God. Thanks once again to gain of function experiments. What? So I knew it. And uh, on top it. of all of that, apparently, it has a sixty uh, percent mortality rate, which Holy is shit. far and above what COVID was capable. Oh my of. So, God. Uh, yeah, I- I- enjoy. Well, I won't. Oh my God. I just. I'm I'm going to have to call in from now on Good. and stay locked down because Good. this is just 
ages. Yeah, that's what happens when your crazy leftist mad scientists get in their Frankenstein labs oh, and cook oh, up stop. another goddamn virus take us down. No, you're just anti-science. That's what you are. I'm anti-mad science. Uh, Frankenstein was just a movie dubby. Lefty, these people what? want us to own nothing and be happy about it and eat bugs. Well, you know, don't knock it till you try it. Come on. It's based on science. You know how everyone says most things taste like chicken? I'm betting bugs don't. God damn well, maybe chicken no. McNuggets. Anyway, do you think the New World Order will at least, you know, let us own the bugs? Probably not. God damn it. Anyway, speaking of bugs, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Oh, yeah. It's opened or will open as we tape this. Probably right now. I don't know. Anyway, uh, a lot of people got to see it early, uh, especially overseas and whatnot and critics and what, everything. Apparently, it stinks. It's terrible. Surprise, surprise. And uh, there that's, were a lot of that, reshoots because that's just what they do these that's days. That's how it's reshoot done. reshoot these movies to death. Let's and see the word is it. that it actually had a much darker tone. A more oh. serious tone, especially since they're introducing their new, new big villain in the form well, he was of King, Loki. He was who was Loki. actually introduced in the Loki show, right. but no one saw it. I did. Uh, more people saw that one than any of the other Deep exactly because it was uh, so good. Uh, it was a waste of their time. But anyway, what? Uh, yeah, the reviews are terrible, uh, so, and it seems uh, they reshot it to uh, just do it. Uh, douse it completely with idiot jokes. Uh, well, because they keep thinking that's the magic sauce it is. to uh, MCU films, uh, which completely drugged down uh, uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Which was amazing. Uh, no, that movie was absolutely amazing. What was it about? Well, Thor reunites with his ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay, so it was like a rom-com thing? Kinda, yeah. I I until she died. What? Yeah, she was dying of cancer, and she, she died, uh... So. Yeah, that's that sounds hilarious. Well, you know, it's it's through the motions and and, and what. Yeah, it's too bad he didn't think of asking that omnipotent god figure sitting right next to him as she died. Well, uh, to save her, but I don't know, he just didn't think of it. Well, I'm glad I missed that. Yeah, well, uh, it's too bad about uh, Ant Man because I really enjoyed uh, both the other Ant Man films. Yeah, they, good... they were not as popular as some of the other well... MCU films, but I I really liked them. Uh, and of course, it did have a comedic bent to it. Exactly. But it was organic within the, the characters and the story. Uh, well... But from what I'm hearing, uh, this one doesn't sound so great. I, I'll see it eventually, but oh, I'm, I'm pretty bummed out too. on the MCU. Uh, I, they ran out of steam, and they've cluttered it with idiot nonsense. Obviously, their uh, leftist messaging. Oh, stop it. Uh, but, on, uh, but, but more than that, it's really just this idiocy to think it all has to be Really bad jokes. What? Uh, they're not. That's it. They're it silly. It's in the way no. of the actual plot. No. And pushes everyone out of the movie. You don't understand. And, uh, that's the problem. Arc in you never want to push your audience out of the movie. You want it to be immersive. It is. But, um, it, it so is. Not. So uh, anyway, uh, what I did see was the first episode of the third season of Star Trek Picard. Oh, yes. Amazing. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, they had the typical alt-right people complaining about the other seasons, which were brilliant on their own. Sure. But this third season really brings it home. And uh, all your favorites are back. It's amazing. And well, had all kinds of Easter eggs in there from the cells. Cool. They even had the old badge, and it made its little noise. You know, yeah. Little... <laughs> well, 
Oh, that was just so great. Uh, and, and of course, Riker and uh, Picard palling around and complaining about being old farts. <laughs> Uh, it was just a real joy, and, and Beverly was amazing. She kicked ass with her, uh, you know, phaser shotgun thing. Oh, oh, so now you're praising shotguns. No! I mean, shut up, Red. Phasers don't exist, stupid. Nothing you like exists. Unfortunately, that's not entirely true. No. Uh, red and other parameters, but uh, well, yeah, Star Trek doesn't exist, uh, and boy, it doesn't. Um, it, 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 that's the thing. Uh, it's been so awful uh, since uh, the, the restart of it. No, stop um, it. No, it's been brilliant. And it's deteriorated steadily no. as it's gone. And no. uh, it's it's sad, and it, 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 it sort of twists the knife in me because at my age, I can't wait. You're an old fart. <laughs> Get too much it. longer for somebody to come in and revive it in its, in, in its proper form. Dream on. Uh, so this is a lot of years wasted and just, man, the money spent on this thing. Uh, well, but they've run out clearly as uh, all the sets are so dark because you if you turn the lights off, you can't see how cheap and crappy uh, the sets actually are. <laughs> what? So, uh, really? That's how they figured <laughs> Uh, they they spent some money on Strange New Worlds, just not on any uh, writing talent and uh, oh, stop stole it. plots from other shows. Uh, I don't know exactly what they're stealing from here as far as other shows go. They are borrowing from the movies and, of course, Next Generation. And yeah, you well, get that. It is the first you're, episode. Now you're complaining about it, Star uh, Trek. In and of itself, it wasn't terrible. No, and uh, it was by great. comparison to the previous uh, uh, seasons, Which were it's, it's good. But that's, you know, I've said it in my Nelson Ratings review, uh, watching paint Nobody dry cares is, and nobody uh, watches Is, is also good <laughs> compared to, to Picard seasons one and two. Good. Uh, so, uh, but a lot of people who had gotten uh, pre-screenings of it were praising it and saying it's a return to Star Trek. It's much better. It is. If I only mean, they had begun with this. And true, if this had been the first episode of Picard season one, I would probably be thinking, oh, uh, because at the time we thought, hey, could a Picard series save this? the Star Trek franchise. And it probably could have, but that's not what happened. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Horrible crap. No. Uh, and now you're in the third and final one. Well, uh, so, okay, now we're going to give you a Star Trek. Well, that's too little too late, if it's good. They're saying it, it, is. it it's, there's problems, of course, but it's fairly a uh, good run of Star Trek. It is. Uh, but from this first episode, I didn't really see any evidence of that. I did. Uh, it's not as Horrible as the previews, too, again. Because they weren't bad. It still has the elements of, of that style and uh, approach in there. Thank God. Um, and, of course, Seven of Nine complaining about how big it had started. Oh, my God. Is. Uh, then why would you rejoin it? Oh, that my was her God. complaint before. She's trying okay? to change I mean, I, things. She's trying <laughs> to so make it a makes difference. no real sense there. Uh, that kind of thing. God, the misogyny. Uh, but, and a lot of things that just didn't quite work. I didn't really think Riker and Picard would do what they did. Uh, but they, you know, they what? did it to be silly. It had I, guess. To. I don't know. Um, it had to but other than Beverly. that, it, it's just not enough. And again, it, it was always too little, too late. The the damage done to the franchise. Oh, poor you. Pretty massive. Boo-hoo. And the only thing that would generate any possible excitement um, would be someone trusted uh, to have a new vision. Uh, for it to to take it over and start all scrap everything that's been done. Oh, let past, me guess. Know, years, Some straight guess, white bill and uh, start over. But uh, that would take time and money, and the damage to it. I I don't see it. Even if this gets 
uh, a lot of views. It will. I don't think that's enough. Uh, it's just a send off for the next generation cast. Yeah. Um, which is fine and all, but it, it, let's say that's your new big success. It is. This is it. This is the ending. You, know? <laughs> you can't repeat it. So yeah, it's the handoff. I don't have much optimism well, for Star Trek. I do, especially in the current hands. It is with uh, Kurtzman doing a great job, Secret Hideout, and all that. So uh, that's it's too just bad. Excellent work all around. But it, uh, well, that's the way it is. Meanwhile, uh, for the the PP Network, Paramount oh, Plus. Oh, stop it! <laughs> uh, yeah, they've yeah. got you know westerns and stuff that are more popular, yeah. and they'll probably put more of their attention on that because Good. well, they've been successful. So uh, that's uh, that's sad. It, it, Star Trek was supposed to be their flagship. It is, but uh, they pooped the bed on it. No, several oh, times that's over. That's disgusting. So. That's too bad. Oh, my God. Don't think shitty is you. All right. So, uh, got more uh, Nelson show coming your way. Nelson News. And, of course, Night Night. Stick around for that. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Left-wing think tank responsible for thousands of fake Russia stories. Hello. I'm Mr. Nelson. Yes, a left-wing think tank erroneously claiming to track Russian online activity was responsible for thousands of bogus stories asserting the nation's influence in U.S. politics, according to the Twitter files. The Hamilton 68 dashboard was the brainchild of former FBI special agent and MSNBC contributor Clint Watts and operated under the Alliance for Securing Democracy, a think tank founded in 2017 shortly after former President Trump took office. The ASD Advisory Council included such figures as top Clinton ally John Podesta, Obama-era acting CIA director Michael Morrell, former U.S. ambassador to Russia Michael McFaul, and former conservative activist Bill Crystal. The Twitter file's disclosure revealed how Hamilton 68's Russian bot dashboard repeatedly insisted there was widespread and deep Russian penetration of social media and unveiled that Twitter executives frequently challenged those claims internally. I think we just need to call this out on the bullshit. Twitter's then head of trust and safety, Yul Roth, wrote in an October 2017 email. Hamilton Dashboard falsely accuses a bunch of legitimate right-leaning accounts of being Russian bots, he added in January 2018. Emails in the disclosure show that Twitter's own internal audits repeatedly showed that accounts flagged by Hamilton 68 were not Russian bots. It was a scam. Hamilton 68 simply collected a handful of mostly real, mostly American accounts and described their organic conversations as Russian scheming, said Matt Taibbi, an actual journalist who's been researching the Twitter files. Hamilton 68's pronouncements were used to allege a hidden Russian hand in U.S. politics from hundreds and possibly thousands of news stories during the Trump years. While Roth wanted to publicly push back against Hamilton 68, he was warned against taking on the politically connected group by Twitter's then head of global policy communication, Emily Horn. Uh, we have to be careful at how much we push back on ASD publicly, she wrote. The private sector Russia baiting followed a similar approach from the United States government, 
which repeatedly demanded the company find Russian influence, which its internal audits consistently revealed to be non-existent. In the run-up to the New York Post's reporting on Hunter Biden, Twitter executives worked in close concert with the Federal Bureau of Investigation and other intelligence agencies where the company was warned to be on the guard against foreign hacking operations, specifically surrounding President Biden's son. Well, it seems this left-wing think tank was just practicing that old adage, show me the man, I'll show you the crime. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. The Mr. Nelson Show is brought to you by me, Night Night. Head over to IndiePlanet.com to get your copy of the Night Night comic book so that you can actually see me in action in my one-man war of crime. (laughs) Shut up, Boo! God damn it! I do the announcements! Oh, God. No one gives a crap about Boo! Tell him about false advertising. You, me, I help Night Night fight crime and we blow stuff up and do a lot of damage. Hey, of course, people get mad at us when we do, but... Well, yeah. it's a war on crime, and in every <laughs> war, there's collateral damage. I mean, well, I guess it isn't one-man war, because I'm exactly. a two-man war. Anyway, anyway, we're running out of time. Don't miss this opportunity to get your hands on the adventures of Night Night. And Boobo. <laughs> Night Night comic book available at IndiePlanet.com. One cold, dark night, we find ourselves at an old abandoned warehouse where within we find several sinister-looking fellows meeting with one another. When suddenly... And so the men open fire on the night cruiser, but to no avail, as the night cruiser is bulletproof. But that doesn't stop it from retaliating with gas bombs. Uh, oh no, gas! Oh no! I gotta open a window! The night night has come for you, big, big, little, better known as Tiny, Boogeyman's number one henchman. Tiny? <laughs> that's a stupid nickname. I mean, look at him. He's damn near seven feet tall. Mm, that's the joke, Bobo. Well, I don't get it. This is outrageous, Night Night. You got no right coming in here and assaulting us. Tiny, what is outrageous is the simple fact that a danger 
this fugitive madman like Boogeyman is still at large. Well, what do you want me to do about it? Obviously, I want you to tell me where he is. Yeah, come on, even I can figure that one out. God, dumbass. Well, I don't know where he is, Night Night. I haven't seen him since he was caught and sent to Brownstein. Show some damn respect, Tiny. You expect me to fall for that pathetic lie? At least make an effort if you're gonna lie to me. It's pretty obvious you're back in business with your old boss as a series of robberies have taken place, with the victims complaining of having hallucinations of their deepest, darkest fears and telltale signs of residue of the type of fear-inducing chemicals used by Boogeyman. I don't care what you think, Night-Night. The truth of the matter is, I ain't been working with Boogeyman because I don't know where he is. Great guessing games, Night-Night. He sure is sticking to his story. I should have known better, but well, he's almost as stupid as you. Huh? Never mind. Look into your satchel to retrieve some truth serum. We'll inject him with it until he starts spilling the beans. Uh, um... Uh-oh. What? I, I think I forgot to pack some of that. Damn it, Bubo. We're always supposed to be prepared. Well, I don't know what happened. I mean, I packed it the last time we used it. And then we used it. Oh, oh yeah. No, never mind. We'll just have to use the electro gun on him. Perhaps a little electrocution will get him to sing. <laughs> you can do more than that. Probably squirm and scream, <laughs> especially if you zap his balls. <laughs> what? Who? Uh-oh. Uh, I swear I didn't tell him nothing, Miss Bugaboo. <laughs> That's all right, Tidy. Everything's under control. <laughs> Bugaboo, eh? I've heard of you. I had heard rumors that Boogeyman gotten himself a little girlfriend named Bugaboo. Bugaboo? <laughs> That's a stupid name. It almost sounds like yours, Boobo. Oh, yeah. Now you'll kindly leave Tiny alone, Night-Night. After all, he was telling you the truth. He doesn't know where Boogeyman is. As a matter of fact, neither do I. Broke up, doesn't even call me! But <laughs> who needs him? I'm just as smart as he ever was. And so, those rash of heists you heard about were ordered by me. <laughs> well, I appreciate the confession to those crimes, Bugaboo. And perhaps Tiny is rather clueless. But if you expect me to believe that you have no idea as to the whereabouts of Boogeyman, well, you'd better guess again. I don't want to have to use the electro gun on a woman. But, sadly, necessary evils are necessary in the fight against evil. Take one more step near me with that electro gun, Night Night, and I'll douse you with spook toxin. Are you blind, Bugaboo? Boobo and I are clearly wearing our Nighty Night masks. It'll protect us from our own Nighty Night gas. It'll certainly protect us from Boogeyman's gas. <laughs> Who needs gas, Night Night? When I can inject you with spook toxin darts! What? Oh no! Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Stop screwing around, Boo Quick! Get the antitoxin out of your satchel! I, I, I can't find it! <laughs> 
Boyfriend who's standing between you and your night cruiser. <laughs> boyfriend? What? Who? But no. No, it can't be. Oh, but it is night night. Aren't you happy to be reunited with your old pal, Sigurd? <laughs> oh, no. Can our masked marvels escape this sinister trap set by? Bugaboo and Snakehead find out the next exciting episode of Night Night. This has been a Nail Sin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Great displays of vanity, Night Night. What's that you're wearing? Why, it's the Night Night t-shirt, Bobo. Well, where'd you get that? Well, I got it at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. There you can find your Night Night t-shirts and other products that Mr. Nelson provides. Huh, look at this one. It shows you staring at the flying pig's butt. <laughs> Shut up, Bobo, damn it. Anyway, folks... If you want your Night Night t-shirt, head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and order your Night Night shirt today. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Woman found lookalike online and then killed her to fake her own death. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A German woman is accused of murdering a lookalike she found on Instagram in an elaborate attempt to fake her own death. The alleged perpetrator, identified only as 23-year-old Sharaban K, killed beauty blogger Khadija O, also 23, in Ingolstadt, Germany. I think I got that right. Probably didn't, though. Apologies in advance. Anyway, Khadija O had been brutally stabbed more than 50 times with her body left on the back seat of Sharaban K's Mercedes. Sharaban K and an accomplice identified as her boyfriend, Sheiker K, subsequently went into hiding. When the body was found, police traced the car's registration to Sharaban K's family. Given the corpse had been disfigured, investigators assumed that she was the victim. However, a subsequent autopsy report uncovered that the actual victim was Khadija O, prompting an investigation into the bizarre case dubbed the Doppelganger Murder. Anyway, police charged Saraban K with murder, with prosecutors saying she trawled Instagram in a bid to find a victim who matched her physical appearance. 
It has been confirmed that the accused had contacted several women via Instagram before the act who seemed to look similar to her, said Attorney General Veronica Greiser. It can be assumed that the suspect wanted to go into hiding due to internal disputes with her family and fake her own death. According to investigators, Sherevon K. connected with beauty blogger Khadija O. via Instagram sometime last summer, sending her messages about cosmetics. She purportedly enticed the victim into meeting up by offering her a set of beauty products. On the day of the crime, Sherevon K. told her parents that she was going to visit her ex-husband in Munich. Instead, she and her boyfriend, Sheker K., allegedly picked up Khadija O., in a Mercedes. At some point, investigators believed they turned off into a forest where Khadija O was stabbed more than 50 times. The injuries to her face were so severe that she was rendered unrecognizable. Well, it kind of defeats the point. I mean, I thought she was supposed to be a doppelganger, but I guess they left enough close enough to assume that it was, uh, you know, Saravan and not Khadija. Anyway, Saravan K and Sheikar K. Then allegedly parked the Mercedes in a place where it could be easily discoverable, leaving the body in the back seat. Police were baffled after learning that the victim was not Sherevan K, as initially suspected. They subsequently looked into her social media correspondences, finding that she had connected with multiple lookalikes. They formed a theory that she had murdered one of the women in a wild bid to fake her own death. Sherevan K. was subsequently tracked down and arrested. She was officially charged with murder and faces life in prison if found guilty to the gruesome crime. Sheker K. has also been charged as an accomplice and is similarly facing jail time. A police spokesperson said the murder weapon has still not been found, but the burden of proof is overwhelming. The victim was killed with more than 50 stab wounds, and her face was badly injured. That was brutal in the extreme. It was an extraordinary case that required all the investigators' skills. We don't have a case like this every day, especially with such a spectacular twist. On the day we found the body, we did not expect it to develop like this. Yeah, I'm guessing they weren't really expecting this because it's so goddamn crazy and quite stupid since it was apparently all due to some family squabble the murderer had. I don't know. But anyway, I guess the lesson here is if uh, you're really into beauty products, don't just get in the car with some strangers to go check some out. Just, you know, go to the store and get some for yourself, I guess. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, put, put, 